When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and hit the subscribe button, turn on notifications, like the video, comment, let us know what you think of the episode. If you have um, follow-up questions to it, or if you'd like to suggest a guest or topic for us to cover, we're always checking YouTube. Love to see the feedback on there, and you give us a lot of great ideas for the podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be chatting with Donna from Gen Y Hitch. We had a ton of questions from the first episode uh, we had done a few months back, and I wanted to ask them you know on a podcast different things you guys wanted to know also get uh you know some of their feedback from SEMA they were there it was a a really popular booth they had a ton of great feedback and then just learn more about the company itself they do a lot of unique things there not just with products and development but also the people there and the the culture so i wanted to chat with her about that before we get to it though i want to remind you guys if you're in the market for a knife our friends over at kershaw knives have a 20 percent off code for you just use code diesel 20 and it's super easy you just go um you know find if you're looking for edc or hunting fishing knife anything like that go to kershaw.kiausa.com put in uh code diesel 20 get 20 percent off great way to save some money especially with the holidays coming up so you guys have shown me a lot of really cool gear that you guys have been getting. So we appreciate them offering that just to our listeners. Also, Fluid Ampner, they're a sponsor of the podcast. And I had a, a really great chat with them um, towards the end of the summer about their product and how it's not just for race trucks. It, it's also for you know, a truck with a lot of mileage or time on it. The factory dampener can start to degrade. And then once the harmonics start to get out of balance, then you know there's a ton of catastrophic things. That can happen. So just head head on over to Fluid Dampener, check out what they got. If you have questions, you're doing a rebuild, uh, maybe just picked up an older truck that you always wanted and are doing some maintenance on it, and you're going to be in the engine bay. It's a great way to protect your investment and also help the truck you know, run smoother. Especially you know if you do plan on some upgrades, you want to make sure it's uh, operating as smoothly as possible. All right, let's get to today's episode with Donna from Gen Y Hitch. I'm going to ask her a bunch of questions, learn more about the company herself, her career path to Gen Y Hitch, and see how SEMA went. Donna, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm excited to chat with you guys today. I had a lot of fun on our last episode learning more about hitches, and the audience had a ton of questions. And so I thought it'd be really cool to chat with you guys today, ask those questions, um, you know, see how SEMA went. I saw you guys were really busy there and all the cool things mm-hmm. you guys are working on. Yeah, thank you for having us. We're really excited. Um, We loved how the last podcast turned out. We've never really done podcast interviews before, so um, we're really honored and excited for for the second episode with you guys. It's a a really um, interesting thing because a lot of times with podcasts, um, they're so different than what like a traditional interview is. And, you know, sometimes people say, well, how do you come up with the questions? How do you interview people? And I I don't think I do. I just love to talk with people and learn more about things that, uh, you know, pertain to trucks and how people use them. Absolutely. Uh, With, uh, with SEMA, I saw you guys posted a ton of stuff um, on Instagram and Facebook and and everywhere. What was SEMA like this year? Yeah, SEMA was, um, we were pleasantly surprised with the turnout. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of speculation in the industry with 
the direction that SEMA is going, what to expect this year. And so we kind of went into it not knowing what to expect. But I would say by the middle of the second day, we were all kind of just looking at each other like, okay, this is much busier than it was before. And, you know, the people that came into our booth, really great connections, great leads, great questions from uh, current dealers and, you know, new dealers that wanted to sign on. So overall, it was really great. I, I know I posted a, a TikTok talking about how you know, the first year that I went to SEMA, walking around, getting content, um, I do a lot of the marketing for the company. So I try to kind of get away from the booth and get pictures, photos, videos. And the first year I went, you know, there was a couple trucks here and there with our product on it. Whereas this year, I felt like, you know, every truck that I looked at, every other truck, there was a Gen Y hitch on it. So that was really reassuring and, and awesome to see that there. That's one of the really cool things about Gen Y and your guys' products is, they apply to any truck in any year range that it might be where you know, a lot of times when we're talking about trucks, it's like specific to a turbo for a certain year range or a transmission, mm -hmm. but it, it crosses you know, for GM Ram <clears throat> old trucks, new trucks. And I remember seeing, I think it was a video or maybe a picture that you guys had posted of all these trucks lined up with Gen Y hitches. And I thought that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yep. When we when we create products, we try to make it as universal or attract as many markets as possible. So, you know, with our products, that's why we say they're so versatile and multi-purposeful is because we try to make it fit anybody's needs in the towing market. Well, I've definitely got some questions for you from our audience and a couple that I thought of as well. But I wanted to ask you, you know, being there at SEMA and being in the booth and walking around and, you know, tons of dealers being there, what are some common things that uh, either shops or just truck owners ask you guys on a daily basis? Yeah, I would say one of the number one things that people ask most often is about our torsion flex technology. It's still somewhat new to the market for some. Um, there's still some that have never heard about Gen Y Hitch or heard about the technology. So that's really exciting for us to get to inform them and educate them on that. And then the other question I would say would be based on people's applications. Like a lot of people are like, hey, I have this trailer, but it doesn't work with my truck because of this issue. Can you guys fix it for me? So it really just depends on the case and the person, what they're telling, their application, you know, what their load looks like, um, and then trying to figure out what product suits their needs. There's a, uh, well, I remember from the first episode, kind of going in depth a little bit with, you know, where the company started and, and, why why the market needed um you know this this type of product so when somebody you know say they go to the booth or they um you know call you guys and they say well a hitch is a hitch um why should i think of these different products that you guys have how do you guys direct somebody like that to be able to explain the different options that you have and why they need it for their truck yeah and I go back to the way the company was created and started by Carl. It, the product was created out of a need. There was an issue that Carl had. He didn't, couldn't find anything on the market, didn't see anything that fit his needs. And so he created a product out of that. And you look at the automotive aftermarket industry as a whole and think about the evolution and how quickly and rapidly that industry has changed. You know, there's so many new products. And so you know, yes, there are those customers that come to us and are like, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why do I need to buy another hitch? And so we we created this 30-day money-back guarantee, 100% satisfaction guarantee for that purpose, where we say, 
you know what? We believe so much in our product that if you use it within 30 days, if you hate it, you want nothing to do with our company, nothing to do with our product, send it back and we'll reimburse you because we stand by it and we believe in it so much. What's the, what's the number one feedback that you guys get when either somebody calls in or maybe somebody's had your product for a while and they, they just want to let you guys know what they think about it or, you know, how it's helped them or, you know, what's, what's like the top thing that, that people give for feedback? Yeah, the, the top thing would be with our Torsion Flex technology. The number one thing I hear, because I sit pretty closely to the sales team. So sometimes I listen into the phone calls and, you know, hear what the customers are talking about. And the number one thing I hear with that is it's a night and day difference. Literally, that's what they say. It's a night and day difference when they use our technology, just because there is nothing like it on the market uh, so far. So when they do test out that, you know, smoother ride and they're not experiencing that chucking and bucking when they're, when they're driving down the road, it's an experience that they've never had before when towing, just because it's always been like that doesn't yeah. mean there's another way or a better way to do it. Um, so I would say that's number one. And then the other thing would just be how heavy duty and sturdy and solid our products are built. Um, we sometimes people call in and they're like, man, this thing is you know heavier than all get out. But once they use it and, and actually apply it to what they're towing, they appreciate it so much more. I think, and I know we'll get into that a little bit, um, you know, as far as, you know, like the testing and the R&D and just how much time is invested into building, you know, a quality product. Um, you know, something, yeah. something that I thought of, um, you know, to ask you guys was what, do you guys manufacture other things or is it just hitches or, you know, what, what all goes on in the building? I, I know you guys have a new building um, and stuff that yeah. uh, is really cool. So I, I was curious you know, if there's other things you guys build besides hitches. Yeah, we definitely try to expand just aside from towing. So we offer a variety of different accessories, tow hooks, hitch steps, um, or they can be used as receiver steps as well. But we also have a pretty big operation with aluminum ramps. Um, so we actually have a whole separate division in the back of our warehouse dedicated to just manufacturing ramps. We've seen a lot of success with that this year. We actually have a promotion running until the end of the year, 20% off all of our ramps. Um, those range anywhere from six feet up to 14 feet. Um, and then from there, we have a new product list that's growing every single day. It's about a mile long right now. <laughs> so, you know, in the future, there'll definitely be more accessories and things aside from towing that we hope to expand to. That's really cool because the the truck lifestyle involves so much with not just towing, but also um, hauling things, you, you know, going to the outdoors. <clears throat> it's a whole, it's a whole sort of way of life. And it's really cool to see that you guys are incorporating these products and these solutions to people, no matter how they use their truck, um, you know, yep. to be able to make things just easier for them. Yeah. And that's where most of our inspiration is drawn from is customer feedback. That's where the, you know, the innovation and the changes have happened with our Mega Duty, our most popular product. If you look at the first prototype that we came out with to what it is now, 90% of those changes are because customers called in or stopped to us at shows like SEMA and said, hey, I have this issue with it. How can you change it? And so we take that to our engineering team, to our R&D team and say, how can we make this better? What are the changes that we in our power can make to improve it? Um, and we take that into every product that we create. 
Would you say that that's a, a cornerstone of the success you guys have had is getting the feedback from people who are customers or potential customers and being able to you know, apply it to the different teams there at Gen Y to be able to say, how can we make this better? Or how can we come up with something new? A hundred percent. Every week we sit down company-wide and we have what we call a collaboration meeting where we present if there was, you know, customer complaints, customer issues, customer reviews, um, <clears throat> excuse me, any emails that were sent in that week, anything that stood out to somebody on the team where we in our power have an ability to make a change or improve something that we're currently creating. And we discuss that, collaborate, and then try to go out and execute it. Does the now does the the new building that you guys have? I imagine it it helps tremendously with being able to add these new products, do these new things. But what was what was the move like? Because I've chatted with other companies where they've <clears throat> gone into a new building and they talk about how hard it was just to move everything over, get everything situated. What was that like to to go into a new facility? So we actually haven't moved in quite yet. Um, it's actually still under construction. We hope to move in probably. You know, if they say December, we're going to plan a couple months after that. So we're looking at probably February, March to be able to move in. But yeah, I mean, we know that it's going to, there's going to be some hiccups and setbacks here and there. What we plan to do is move in all of our manufacturing in first, get all the machinery up and running, and then slowly us office members will move into it then. Very cool. Yeah, it's uh it's always really awesome just covering trucks and diesels and, and being able to see see the growth of the industry and the growth of companies. I'm always really curious about <clears throat> processes and logistics and things like that. So um, when I'd heard about the new building, I thought I definitely need to ask them, you know, what the transition is going to be like. And <laughs> yeah, into... ask us in a couple months. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> We're optimistic right now. <laughs> Very cool. Um, I actually, some of our listeners um, had questions from our last episode. And then also, you know, I'm always checking YouTube and our discord and, and other things that we have. And I wanted to, to uh, ask a, a few of them to you um, to be able to help some people. One of them, you kind of touched on a little bit in the beginning, someone had said, what makes Gen Y hitches different? And why reinvent the wheel? And I wanted to spend a little mm -hmm. bit of time on that with um you know, what makes it different, but also talk about the process or the things you guys went through to be able to offer modern solutions to, to towing versus, you know, probably how they were 30, 40, 50 years ago when, you know, we think of, you know, hitches in the old days. Right. Yeah. And I think it goes back to the fact that it was created out of a need where there was a problem, there was no solution. So how can we create a solution and the best solution on the market? Um, and evolution was something that was needed in the towing market. It was stagnant for, for quite a long time. And I don't know if Carl shared this with you, but the whole idea behind this patented torsion flex technology came from the torsion axles, the suspension axles that have been on the market for years and years and years. Um, so that's kind of where he drew that inspiration from of something that's working. What, how can we create it into another product that doesn't have really much evolution for the last however many years the towing market has been out there. Um, and, you know, another thing that we like to focus on is the fact that it is American made. It's harder and harder to find these days things in the industry that are made in America. So we take a lot of pride in that, that we ourselves are manufacturing these products for the towing market. I think it, it definitely helps 
is well probably with quality control and uh you know and yes. testing being able to you know be involved in that whole process um from mm -hmm. design manufacturing and everything that goes into it yeah and even us as team members i feel the pride that each of us have in the products that we are selling um to the market because we we're seeing it made you know we i can go down to next gen that's our manufacturing facility and i can physically see the hitches being welded together the assembly happening in our warehouse so seeing that it makes me and the sales team want to sell and push the product even more because we know the quality that goes behind the product that leads into another question <clears throat> and whenever i've seen videos that you guys have done or just in chatting um you know, with different people at Gen Y, I can tell that you guys really enjoy what you do, no matter what it is. Yes. And I think that's really important because in you know my career, I've seen places where either people aren't really happy or they aren't challenged. <clears throat> and I think that can affect the quality, the manufacturing, the sales, customer service, the technical side. But you guys are the complete opposite with it. What would you say, where does that start? Where, where, as a as a company, you know, does that originate from having the employees, you know, invest and believe in the product itself and the processes? Yeah, I think it stems down to customer service and not only the customer service that we um, share externally, but internally. Like we are here to serve each other 100%. If a team member needs help or is suffering in an area, all of us come around them and we are there to help and serve. And I think that's created a really strong culture within Gen Y Hitch um, that nobody is above anybody else. We're all here equally. And um, it, it really gives, like I said, a sense of pride to all of us, not only selling the product, but being a part of a team where we're all here to serve each other. I imagine as well with different challenges that might exist um, you know, in the market itself or just, you know, things that happen day to day. When you feel like you have a team with you, it, it's easier to tackle those challenges and, and overcome them versus mm -hmm. if you kind of feel isolated and, you know, you're you're doing a job alone, um, you know, it can be right. even harder. So. Yeah. And to me, it's an adventure to be able to collaborate and strategize with how we can create the best products on the market and collaborating with all team members, um, whether that's engineering, whether that's, you know, marketing, sales, um, any department, you know, it, it really is truly a fun job. As cheesy as it sounds, I love coming to work every morning and working with the team members around me. There's probably lots of different perspectives as well that you guys get chatting with, you know, different departments or different, um, you know, backgrounds that people might have as it relates to trucks or products or logistics or yeah. customer service, just being able to get that feedback and, and then put a, a plan in place to, you know, tackle whatever might be, you know, in yep. front of you guys. Yeah, a hundred percent. The, um, one of the other things that I was thinking about with, I, I think it really popped out with the, the SEMA videos that I saw, um, that you guys did is, Gen Y hitches to me, it's more than just a product. It's almost, it's just become so ingrained in the truck culture. It really interested me. Um, yeah. Typically we see that with maybe wheels or tires or lights or something like that. I was really curious. Was that something that you guys 
really focused on doing or did it just kind of happen or how has it become so integrated into the truck aftermarket culture? Yeah, it wasn't necessarily something that we focused on. It just naturally happened. And I think it happened based on the customer service and the feedback. You know, when you call into our sales team and you're talking with them, you're not automatically sent to a voicemail or a robot that is telling you our hours and whatnot. You're actually sent to a person that is there to help you, that is listening, that is wanting to find the best product for you. And if it's not within Gen Y Hitch, then it's not. And we're not going to try to sell you something that you don't need. So listening to our customers, and I think also just taking notes on what they want and the needs they have has naturally evolved into now this Gen Y family where people, like I said, take pride in representing our company and representing our brand. I just thought of this question is like, say at events like SEMA or other things you guys might go to, do other companies mm -hmm. come up to you guys and say, Hey, we really love like what you guys are doing and, and the reputation that you have. How can we do this? How can we, you know, yes. get better? What we do? <laughs> <laughs> it is happening more and more and more. Um, even at SEMA that happened a number of times where companies, competitors came up to us and they're like, what is your secret? And, you know, it's, it's not really a secret. It, it just goes down to listening to each other, listening to your customers and, you know, acting on it if you're able to, um, seeing how you can be, become better and improve. It's really rare. Um, I, I don't know how many of these. That's I've what heard. I've heard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm biased because <laughs> I'm here working here, but talking to other people in the industry, um, it's definitely more prevalent to me that it, it is not like this everywhere yeah yeah that's what that, that's what kind of stuck out to me is i think i've done almost 500 of these and chatted with tons of, of companies and i i know some of them do it but it's very rare you know from the first episode when carl was talking about uh, not having a robot answer the phone and getting a call back and then right. chatting with you today and 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 learning more about uh the company itself it's really cool and i wish more places would approach things like this i think it would make a better aftermarket and a, and a better experience um, you know, for truck yeah. owners when they're looking to upgrade something on their truck or just, um, you know, solve it, an issue that, uh, that they need mm -hmm. solved. Yeah, absolutely. With, um, kind of on that same, that, uh, you know, the kind of that same thought process is with trucks and, how much power they're making and different things people are, you know, are using them for. What do you think the future is going to hold for, for towing products or accessories or where do you guys see it going where, you know, maybe it wasn't five years ago or 10 years ago, but you see what people are wanting, um, mm -hmm. you know, in the future, what should they look forward to with solutions to either towing or accessories or, you know, just making their life easier, how they use their truck. Yeah. With that, I feel like the sky is the limit. You know, right now, even going to SEMA, seeing just an example, the amount of electric vehicles that are being displayed out there now, you know, that's something that we start to talk about is what is the future of the automotive market? Because uh, we look really closely at that and try to create products out of what the needs are as that is evolving. So, you know, there, there's a million things that the towing market could still improve on. Um, and that's why I said our new product list is a mile long <laughs> and I don't see it getting shorter anytime soon. 
One uh, one question I'm always curious about whenever I chat with anyone from a company is kind of their background as far as how they how they got involved in the industry. So, you know, yeah. how did how did you start with Gen Y? How did um, what interested you about the company? And, you know, how, how did you get to the position that that you're in with all that you do there at Gen Y? Yeah, so I originally um, grew up working in my father's construction business. So growing up, I was always on construction sites. Um, and I really enjoyed, you know, that environment and, um, going in after that, I worked for a, um, it was like aluminum cabinetry company. And so throughout college, I was working part-time helping them with marketing. I had gotten my degree in marketing and advertising. And so after that, I was kind of looking and, you know, in our area, we're in a pretty small town. And so majority of businesses around here are centered around the RV industry. This is Elkhart County, the RV capital of the world. And that wasn't something necessarily that interested me going directly into the RV market. I had no background in that. And everybody in our area was already working in that industry. I want to find something new and different. And so um, after working in that cabinetry company, my father-in-law had told me, hey, there's this you know hitch company down the road. And I heard that they're hiring somebody for marketing. And so one thing led to another. I had come in for an interview. I had met Dan and Carl, the president and the founder. And after talking with them and hearing about their vision for the company and the culture that they wanted to cultivate here, it attracted me immediately to the position. And so from there, having no previous knowledge of towing or the aftermarket industry, I dove into it. And you know, the first six months here, um, I was a person asking all the silly questions like, okay, what the heck is a receiver? Why are there different pin sizes? Why do you need a toe with, you know, 30,000 pounds? And just from there, I just basically was a sponge and taking in all the information I could. And three and a half years later, here we are. That's a really, it's a really cool story. And I know there's a lot of younger people who listen to the podcast and they think, you know, hey, what, what do I want to do, you know, after I finish school or college, and they struggle with where to find a place to fit in. And I think what yeah. you talked about with just hearing the vision and, and the, the culture of the company, it's something really important people should focus on when they're looking at a place to start their career is, you know, what is the philosophy of the company? What, um, what's the culture like, and then just immersing yeah. themselves, you know, in it and learning as much as you can, even if it's something, you know, you don't know anything about, I didn't know, I started in something completely yeah. different other than trucks. And it was probably six to 12 months of just, I would ask the silly questions as well and just try to learn all that I could. Right. And I'm still learning. Um, this is a, an industry that's ever evolving and ever changing. And, you know, like I said, being somebody that had no previous knowledge or history of it, it, it took some time and it, it's been fun. I enjoy every single second of it. I had a, a question from a listener. Um, he had asked me, can Gen Y hitches be used for recovery work? And I don't, I don't know if people ask you guys that or if it's a common question, but I definitely wanted to make sure I asked you um, because I think, you know, the way he uses his truck and the things he's doing, he, you know, he, he obviously wanted to know if, if he could use it that way. So what do you guys tell yeah. people? Yeah, I guess in the terms of recovery, is that like relief programs or like disaster relief type of things? Is that kind of what he was referring to? 
I think it was more um, like off-roading. Maybe a truck is stuck in some mud or something like that, and they got to pull it out. Okay. Could you use it that way? Yeah, absolutely. That was kind of the idea behind the tow hook. Um, so you can, you know, attach to it with a tow strap and, you know, either sits in your hitch or your truck receiver. Um, so people use it for that. But as long as it's... Um, not overloading the hitch like if you have a 5,000 pound rated hitch and you're pulling out you know an f-250 then maybe you need a beefier hitch for that <laughs> but as long as it's being used properly absolutely there um i know there's a ton of different sales that are coming up and and things like that and one of the things that i think has always been popular because the reason people buy diesel trucks mostly is to haul things in tow and they're always interested in you know what's new or i just got this new trailer I, you know i want something better what are some things coming up that you guys have that are either going to be on sale or like promotions you guys are doing that uh, mm -hmm. you know for black friday cyber monday yeah so we're actually having one of the biggest sales we've ever had in company history and for all of our accessories which include our hitch steps our tow hooks like i just mentioned um, we have a anti-rattle hitch tightener that tightens your hitch to your truck receiver, um, flagpole, and I think that was it. We are doing a buy one, get one free promotion for Black Friday through Cyber Monday. So it's a great promotion if somebody isn't sure what to buy their dad, their grandpa, uncle, brother, or sister, that too, um, they can buy one and get one free to give us the gift over the holiday season. That's a, that's a really awesome deal. <laughs> yeah. So you, you guys are definitely gonna be busy. I'm sure getting product out the door and, yeah. <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We're preparing now. We're like, okay, let's check inventory, you know, <laughs> making sure everything is working right on the website. Awesome. Well, it was, it was great to be able to ask you these questions about, um, you know, the products and just the company in general. Like I said, the, after the first episode, a lot of people were really curious. I, I was surprised but just how many varied questions, you know, people had with different aspects of Gen Y. And I think it's because of the approach that, um, you know, Carl and yourself have taken as far as explaining the culture of the company. And that really interests people mm -hmm. and gets them to say, you know, ask them this question or I want to know if I can use a product like this or, you know, why, why do they make this product? And so it was really cool to be able yeah. to chat with you today and, and, and learn more about what you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure. Um, and for sure next year, if you're ever in, in the area, you'll have to stop by and check out our new building. Definitely. Yeah, definitely want to. I, I plan to, uh, make some trips to the Midwest next year and, and check out some Perfect. stuff. It's definitely truck country there. And, uh, yes. yeah, I'll make sure and stop by. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time today, Donna. And, uh, yeah, look forward to chatting with you again. Likewise. Thank you. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to kershaw.kiausa.com. If you're in the market for a knife, our friends over there are offering a 20% off site white code just for you guys. Just use code diesel20. It's a great way to save some money on a knife for everyday carry, something to throw in a toolbox, glove box, really any use that you have. They got a ton of different choices uh, based on really any budget that you have. So if you're, you know, just need something to work really hard, you know, toss in a toolbox, tackle box, or if you're a knife enthusiast, and are really into different blade steels and you know materials opening mechanisms they've got you covered there also fluid ampner we appreciate their support of the diesel podcast and as far as the episodes we've done that one was really enlightening to me because i had always thought about a uh 
like a fluid amp or something you would do on a high performance build a race truck something like that i didn't know just how with time or mileage the factory one can degrade and then it can lead to some pretty catastrophic failures and so it's something there's no maintenance to it you just install it and go so over the winter if you're gonna be working on a project maybe you just picked up an older truck you're going through the maintenance on it and you're going to be in the engine bay it's a great way to be able to protect the investment and protect the engine I want to give a shout out to some of our patreon supporters tyler lona 23 diesel also caleb um, we appreciate their support all of you on youtube instagram facebook podcast apps we love hearing from you guys love to see what you're working on if you're not on our discord make sure and head on over there and join it's completely free we got tons of sections for cummins duramax power stroke pretty much you know anything in between um, a lot of great conversations there about builds products that work products that don't work um, people looking for opinions on what truck to buy so definitely make sure you head on over there join i want to see you guys there um you know give us some feedback let us know what you think of the podcast you have suggestions for guests or topics we love to hear from you guys until next time keep the shiny side up